Welcome to Impressions, a podcast of non-genre-specific, impressionistic music recommendations. There's an accompanying Spotify playlist for each episode. You can find it on our website, impressionspodcast.com. You might want to listen to the songs before or after this episode, or you might want to listen along with us. We'll give you a cue. My name is Busy Hemphill. My name is Nick Forrest. Sometimes something happens, and then there's the next morning. That would be the morning after. Yep. The thing about a morning after is that every single morning is the morning after (laughs) something. (laughs) Oh, boy. Maybe it was a party. Maybe it was a one-night stand. Maybe it was a breakup. Maybe it was a get-together. Maybe it was, I was going to say, the death of your father. That was dark. It could be a death. It could be a death. We're not afraid of that here. No, we're not afraid of that. I also just like feel like I have to touch wood. Yes. Just because, you know, no jinxing. Me and Ryan went out to see Doctor Sleep, which is a pretty terrible Stephen King movie. Oh, yeah. It's a sequel to The Shining. And yeah. that next morning, my dad had this terrible medical emergency. And I, I will refuse to watch that movie now because I, I like, like that caused it. It put out bad energy into the world. <laughs> And then it went to my father. <laughs> was that also where there was like a roving band of like magicians? Yeah. And they're like steampunk inspired. They're all like wearing top hats and monocles. Yeah. Well, they also survived on this thing called steam. Oh, which right. Look like cremains, basically. It was like the essence that your soul or whatever leaves behind. And it's it's embodied by like this grainy steam that they inhale. I do love the portmanteau cremains. Me too. Because it feels really disrespectful yeah it does <laughs> it's, it's, it's really like, dumb so i work in an office it's an alumni office and once somebody mailed in just a standard envelope their mother's cremains to the office oh my god the person who was mailed to like the administrative assistant didn't know what it was it was unmarked and the cremains were just in like a shop right bag like a plastic grocery store bag and as she ripped the envelope some of them got into the keyboard <laughs> so <laughs> No, that's amazing. Unknowingly opening this and then having these human remains like <laughs> stuck in her <laughs> office wear. That's not the right word, but like. Well, yeah, I mean, so many of these folks names who have passed on, they they live as kind of records in the computer system. Yeah. And so now one of them is just like fully <laughs> embodied in the technology it's now physically in the it's computer in there. system not just yeah. in like the electronic ether yeah. so you know word to the wise if you do not want to have a keyboard as kind of like your forever home <laughs> after you after you pass on just like effing label it like, these are cremains <laughs> The office bought like um, a reusable cremains urn that's sort of like on deck in case it ever happens again. And it's just displayed at all times in the corner of the office on a shelf. Ah, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. <clears throat> Dark. Dark. <laughs> <sighs> all right. So it's it's morning. What happened last night, Nick? Where are we going? When I thought about the theme morning after, one of the things that popped into my mind was the movie The Poseidon Adventure. Okay. The Poseidon Adventure had this really corny theme song called The Morning After. It was like a 70s overwrought melancholic ballad. So it got me to thinking, like, if there's going to be a morning after, you kind of have to trust in survival and awakening. Mm. So this week I thought about The Morning After as a chance for awakening, as a chance for survival and as a chance for renewal. Each morning you're kind of offered this new opportunity to, you know, just sort of start over, like kind of get rid of whatever happened last night. 
And I think that relates to my reading of The Poseidon Adventure because it's all about survival. It's this really dumb movie about a ship capsizing. Obviously, I love that kind of thing as a fan of the Titanic. Mm-hmm. And so this song like becomes this kind of ballad for survival and I guess resilience. So this first song is by a band called Salt. I chose it because this song sounds like a journey of just getting through the night so you can enjoy the morning. Mm-hmm. So this song is called Fearless by the band Salt, and that's spelled S-A-U-L-T. Impressions. Yeah, the way that song uh, builds up in the beginning, it really does feel like the sun rising, right? You have these twinkly synths in the beginning. Those felt like sun starting to stream through the window for me. The song starts filling out a little bit more, and it really does feel like something happened last night because the beginning is a little bit sparser it just leads one to kind of be in a little bit more of a ponderous space Mm -hmm. kind of like reflecting on what possibly did happen last night and then when that burst of disco-y strings come in Mm -hmm. that's like really getting out the door and and it's very much reassuring yourself that like man you got through whatever was last night you can get through whatever's coming ahead the claps which are sustained throughout the entire song i mean that's almost that sense that you're just gonna get through this. Mm. I love that it sounds like a single hand clapping. It's just one person clapping. And to me, that just felt like this is that one person or perhaps yourself that's just sustained you throughout this entire song, despite the song becoming big and disco-y and really layered um, about halfway through. The clap still sustains. For me, that that part with the disco strings and all the voices, that sound sounded like the moment you make the decision, yeah, no, today's going to be a good day. In the morning, I always just, I overplan. I have all this energy in the morning and I'm like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this, I'm going to exercise, mm-hmm. I'm going to walk the dog, blah, blah, blah. And maybe I do one or two of those things or none of those things right. throughout the day. Mm. And the song just sort of dissipates at the end. The clap is still there. Mm. You know, this song to me lives in that moment between waking up and walking out the door where everything seems possible and you can take on the day. this burst of like okay I'm gonna do it I can get it done and then when it kind of comes back down it's a lot of moments of remembrance and they they do they mm-hmm. kind of pile on more and more until you get towards the end that real eruption of like the ecstasy of survival like I felt like that yeah. part at the end where um, everything comes back in you have voices you have strings like it's very hopeful but there is also because it is so layered there is this feeling that there's so much shit that's layered in your kind of feelings of survival or of like going forward into the day you're carrying still all of these memories with I think you. we're all on the edge of a morning after of sorts where we're going back into the world we're going back into work this song feels right for this time because there is a lot of hope but I know for me personally, this hope is tempered by just sheer dread mm-hmm. uh, or just being aware of the reality of where we're at in the world right now in terms of the virus and everything else. Like It's hope tempered by reality. And this song invites you to be extremely hopeful and joyful. Yeah. 
when I started thinking about the morning after, this song kind of popped into my head. And it's not necessarily about how it sounds, but it really is also kind of how it fades in from the beginning, Mm -hmm. where it does kind of feel like you're having some realizations. Changes by Antonia Williams and Carrie McCoy. Impressions. Whatever happened the night before this song was performed kind of broke the singer's heart a little bit. Yeah. And they're just trying to find their footing again. There's a lot I love about this song. It starts out with these kind of dreamy, echoey vocals, which, I mean, it almost sounds like the singer's like waking up from a nap or just sort of shouting out of his window or Mm. just they're, they're foggy and echoey. And I don't know, it kind of it enters you into this dreamy lovelorn world um, that this singer is inhabiting. Yeah, it definitely is a post-breakup song, at least to me. And like, it would be more interesting if I had a different interpretation, but I'm like, oh no, this is after you break up with someone. Like, after you realize that it really wasn't the right thing. And Mm -mm. it's painful, and it's full of memory, but it is also full of movement forward. It starts out kind of fading into just a really simple bass line and drum beat. The way that it fades in at the beginning Mm -hmm. was just so evocative of you wake up and all of the weight of memory comes back to you. voice is so unique and just the way he delivers lyrics it almost feels shouted yeah. and it has this real kind of defiant vibe like mm-hmm. I almost get like a say anything vibe like they're just standing outside just like <laughs> beckoning the listener to listen to them yeah. it's a really empowering song too mm-hmm. I find yeah this is the this is the kind of song that I kind of want to I just want to stomp out my door to and just be like fuck it I'm doing it yeah it's nice because it allows you to like be angry but it's not an yes. angry sounding song at all no I don't want to say goofy but like there's <laughs> it's a playful song it's a very yeah. playful sort of tongue-in-cheek song but it has yeah. real emotions and the singer is truly hurt like a good friend being like don't be ridiculous like just it does have a real friend vibe to it doesn't yeah yeah come on man no stop it stop wallowing in your sadness we're gonna go out stop just (laughs) sitting on the couch eating your jar of 505 queso like without chips just like using a spoon (laughs) we don't need to do that sir at the very least get some chips like (laughs) let's toast a tortilla yeah Uh. Recently, I ate like Caesar dressing with a spoon because we both had no food in the house (laughs) and I was super depressed. Yeah. I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I think you've witnessed me eating many a sauce out of a jar, including just like 
pouring some hot sauce <laughs> into a spoon and eating it in the middle of the night because I'm like, I want tastes, but I'm not hungry. Yeah, I've turned Ryan onto that. He'll see me just emptying like the bottle of crystal into a spoon <laughs> and just look at me a little horrified. But I don't know. I, I want my tongue to feel something. It's so salty. It's, it's so salty. so tart. Yeah. It's a real party in your mouth. I've taken to dipping lettuce into oh. it, which feels healthier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a spoon you can eat. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to access the feeling of a morning after when every morning has been the same, Mm. uh, especially this past year or so. This song is really a song that you're kind of stuck in your routine and you're just dying for something different. So this next song is called Waking Up Down by the artist Yaiji. Impressions. For me, it is very hard to get up out of my bed. At that time, in that kind of interim period between being awake and actually getting up, that's when all of these thoughts start to trickle in of like, okay, what are all of the things that I have to do today? Mm -hmm. So one Mm -hmm. thought starts and then they all kind of start cascading in, even though the actual content of the lyrics is like, I'm Mm -hmm. good at Mm -hmm. doing all of these things. Because it's so repetitive, it kind of feels like anxiety, right? Yeah, there's something so a little bit off kilter and anxious about these repetitive lyrics. She's almost bragging, like, I'm so good at hydrating my life. Like, look, I have, I'm hydrating, I'm making lists, I'm checking in with my friends. But it comes from a sense of, like, obligation and she's running on autopilot. And, you know, the same with you. I also wake up pretty blank and then within moments, everything sort of comes rushing in. At some point, like, you you don't even have control over your day anymore. Mm -hmm. This bass kicks in and it's a little bit chromatic. It sounds like it's just an engine revving up. It's like... And that's like the motor starting. Just like, oh, God, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. This is the routine that she's had to kind of embody and exist in. There's something almost robotic about it of like, I've got this Mm -hmm. thing down. I've got this thing Mm -hmm. down. I've got waking Mm -hmm. up down. I think like so much of this style of music, like electronic housey kind of dancey music it kind of mimics that like that hustle culture like I'm thinking of like Britney Spears is like work bitch like Mm. it's the music you listen to when you want to like get some shit done and like bang out a project or work out or clean your house like I tend to listen to this kind of music when I need to be productive Mm. and I don't really want to and I think there's a self-awareness in this song about that relationship specifically to this kind of music it's a great point that to me that's another point of tension in this song like I could see myself like cleaning my entire house while listening to the song while also just like being like, fuck it. I hate that I spend so much time doing this task, you know? I was curious as to what she was saying um, when she sings in Korean and she says, it's not easy. There's no such thing as easy. If I'm lazy, they'll say it's my fault. So Mm. it's that sense of just like, I got to perform productivity. I got to perform this hustle culture, but I hate it. I hate it. 
Like, but there's there's no way out. It's really bleak. <laughs> yeah, you're an adult who can exist in our capitalist system. I know. Yeah, Yuji gets it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got hydrating down. I've got, that's the one that really stuck in my head. (laughs) And I was like, I don't have hydrating down. I need to be better at hydrating. I know. Ryan has this app. It's almost like a Tamagotchi, but it's a plant that lives on his phone. And every time he drinks a glass of water, like the plant becomes happier. And if he doesn't feed it water, it dies. And it's really heartbreaking. Oh my God. So I didn't have my first one night stand until I was 26 Mm -hmm. because I was in long term relationships before that. And it was like the first person I slept with and kind of connected with after when I broke up. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, maybe this is a thing. Like, maybe this will turn into a thing because I'd never had a one night stand. And then it was (laughs) this realization of like, oh, no, this is nope. (laughs) don't this is not the person like they don't actually want to see you again which is fine Mm. but that kind of realization of like oh i thought something was going to happen and turns out it's not so this next song is called you weren't there anymore and it's by negative gemini it almost sounds like she yawns into the song Mm. and these kind of like drippy synths they just sound like the world is kind of waking up and everything's a little bit blurry and drippy i picture the singer kind of like writhing in bed and like there's a moment maybe she wonders maybe he's in the bathroom or like maybe he went out to get some bagels (laughs) it's just dripping with like sleep and kind of like post-sex bed vibes but then you turn it over and you realize they they really aren't there so i definitely mapped this song onto that experience that i had that first night stand so um like first night stand last night stand (laughs) my first one night (laughs) the beginning definitely it's you know it's major what you're talking about it's dreamy and it was like waking up actually next to someone and then like and he did he like asked me if I wanted to go have breakfast and I was like sure mm-hmm. that was the going yeah. out and having breakfast and also kind of like Got I think maybe yeah. because there was breakfast mm-hmm. involved I was like oh maybe this will turn into something no totally yeah I'm with you on that that sudden shift into kind of like a psychedelic yeah. field. Yeah, and there's like a blast of synth yeah. and then the drum changes a little bit and I get the impression that she's like, well, you know, fuck this guy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume it's a guy. I, who knows what the gender is, but yeah. she resolves the guy's gone and like it picks up a little bit and in my mind she just kind of gets dressed and leaves to get herself coffee and bagels. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of swirls happening. And so it's like sucked into this vortex of like, oh God, what did I do? Mm. Oh, maybe he thought this. Like, is there a way to kind of fix that? Yeah. Like, oh, maybe should I?
goes back to that kind of hazy tone that was in the beginning. And maybe she gets sad, like, oh, she caught feels for this guy. She kind of likes him. Mm-hmm. Because that vortex section had just happened, it kind of like just puts a lens on that first waking up and seeing this person encounter and, and actually doing more of an assessment of like, did you actually have fun with this person? Mm. Like, was the conversation good? Yeah, it's got this kind of new weight. That was not the thing you thought it was. <laughs> and that was also not the thing that maybe you actually want. I don't know if you've ever left like crazy voicemails on someone who you've hooked up with's phone. Like, (laughs) I have. (laughs) There's like a clip from someone calling a voicemail at the end of the song. And she's either calling her friends and just being like, hey, like it didn't work out. Let's go get coffee together. Or if she was me, she's definitely calling the guy back to like plan a next hang, like possibly that same night. Yeah. I remember like texting him about this book we had talked about. Can I borrow it? And he did tell me the name of the book. He didn't just like completely ghost. The response was, I don't like lending books to people because like I want to make sure that I have them. I don't want to lose them, basically. Then I responded and I said, well, I'll just have to find another way to see you. (laughs) Nice. And then he never responded to that. Yeah. The first time I had a similar experience with the one night stand, um, texting wasn't quite as normal as it was now. And I think it was more expensive. Like voicemails were the Mm. standard at this time. And I just like I would call this guy and like leave like five minute long voicemails being like, hey, like there's this cool show happening at like the Unitarian Church in Philly. Like, I just, I don't know. I just thought of you. I thought it's just blah, blah. Yeah. And I was like projecting a lot of shit onto this person who like probably yeah. didn't even know my name. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear those voicemails again. And then I would like call him from the show and be like, Hey, I don't know if you're like, decide on coming or not, but like I'm here. And like, maybe. Oh wow. Yeah. I was off my, yeah. I was out of my mind. <laughs> I have a lot of compassion for my past self. Like sometimes <clears throat> I think about past things I've done or just my past self yeah. and I'm I'm kind of mean to her. Oh, yeah. And then I immediately try to <laughs> just put like try to have the kind of mm, wisdom yes. of time distance yes. and looking back and saying like, "Hey, good things though, you learn some things." Oh, yeah. Cuz that's I don't know. I'm like that's all you can ask for. Yeah. Sometimes the morning after can just be dreamy. This sacred fog or this sort of like nice transitional moment where you sort of just allow yourself to slowly wake up. And my favorite days are the days where I can truly enjoy being foggy and just being slow and allowing myself to wake up on my own pace. Like that's the ultimate luxury. It is. I was listening to a lot of dream pop when I was... <laughs> Uh, trying to pick songs for this week I had I think like three different dream pop songs playing at the same time on my various windows and I was just like oh wow what is this song and then I realized like oh this is just three of the songs playing at the same time (laughs) so yeah this is Fotze Politik uh, by the Cocteau Twins I looked it up in German it's a very dirty word it's cunt politics cunning backhanded manipulation 
um, or just being really clever. It sort of works both ways. Impressions. The first thing I wrote mm. is, everything can happen, exclamation mark, if you want it to, yes. exclamation mark. <laughs> and so it really feels like you're riding on the wave of a perfect night you had the night before. Yes. I think the thing that at this moment in time is really exciting to me now that I'm in a committed partnership, it's not like, ooh, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. this is the love that will be. But it was like, ooh, maybe last night at a party I met someone and we super connected, but not in a romantic mm-hmm. way, like somebody who I connect with creatively or someone that like, okay, we can actually make something happen together. Yeah. It's just filled with so much potential after something yeah. really wonderful happened and if you bring that optimism forward with you Uh into the day that just gave me chills (laughs) i find this to be just a really really dreamy song like so much of the cocteau twins music but i picked this one because it has that driving intensity just it moves Mm. i'm really bad at identifying time signatures but it has this like waltz like quality yeah i think it's in six eight yeah it just like lilts and drifts and like it almost feels like skipping or like riding on waves or just sort of dancing through life. It feels like a song of endless possibility. So just because I like I never know what Cocteau twins are saying, I looked into the lyrics. (laughs) Just I was (laughs) I was curious, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the main the, the the chorus that repeats is my dreams are low they're sick and must be drossed they are young girls dreams oh wow <laughs> the singer is definitely feeling a little self-conscious mm. there's some second guessing oh god it's so relatable <sighs> yeah like even when you have this kind of euphoric sense of like oh my god I met this person we're gonna uh-huh. do this cool thing together like uh-huh. but there's like such significant yeah. self-doubt oh yeah so I'm trying to do this thing where I'm like trusting how my body feels like instead Mm -hmm. of always Mm -hmm. relying on my thoughts and with this song the lyrics definitely are those thoughts that are in the back of your head and the the sound of the overall song and it's kind of um joyous tone is like your body feels like it's at its highest vibration you're resonating at a Mm -hmm. good frequency it ends with an invitation she repeats the the lyric seesaw bounce me back to you it's sort of this pleading like and Mm. i think it's also in the sound itself of the song there's this like conjuring up of this desire to bring this energy or this person or whatever to the singer and then the song ends with an invitation will you like will you join me do you want to join me in this amazing feeling i'm having right now i like to think with that that she's talking to herself right that she's like Uh come on like Uh let's continue on this journey together i know you have those thoughts that ooh, these are the thoughts of a young girl i like the seesaw imagery it's like i know you're kind of Mm -hmm. going back and forth you feel unstable your kind of feelings are oscillating pretty wildly but come back yeah. God, this is a real new age segment, and that's okay. I know if, we're if, getting, we're going like, there. If, if anybody gets some like good uh, self feelings from this, that's awesome. But just thinking yeah. about how those two things exist, and, and another thing that I'm trying to do 
is not be mean to myself for like having self-doubt and having negative self-talk. That is an okay thing that happens to you. But try to take a step back and be in that observational mindset Mm -hmm. instead of Mm -hmm. being in there telling yourself you're so stupid for having those thoughts, which then leads to more negative self-talk. Like it's okay. You have it and that's okay. Like it's just patience and kindness Mm -hmm. and knowing that none of this is going to be easy or (laughs) right. (laughs) Self-compassion. Oh God. It's really important though. And I hope everybody does this, but it's like, would you Mm. be this mean to somebody else? Probably not. No. Unless that person was a real dick. I do apologize that all of my songs are definitely more related to romantic relationships. No, I love that. That's what it is. That's what it truly is. Mine are all tangentially related, so I appreciate the directness. <laughs> so this last one that I want to play, though, it reminds me of the first night I slept over at Shane's house. Um, and it was like so lovely. Like we woke up the next morning. He was like, do you want to go get breakfast? And we had this really nice walk and it was sunny and it was beautiful. And we didn't talk the whole time like there were just a long Mm -hmm. periods of silence and Mm -hmm. I was like oh this is a very good sign like the fact that I can be silent with you and not feel Mm -hmm. uncomfortable and we can just like enjoy each other's presence is Mm -hmm. magical and I hadn't had that maybe ever and it was a combination of like yes the kind of vibe between us but also me being a person too who was able to do that I'm gonna allow this to be and see how it feels it is like a celebration of a lovely connection with another person but also you kind of coming into yourself and realizing that you can say what you want and what you don't want. This next song is called Hey, and it's by King. Impressions. I mean, I love your real life story, but (laughs) I would still feel like this is two people walking on a sidewalk together who just met. They're testing the waters. They're trying to see like, okay, how vulnerable, how comfortable can I be around this person? I really like them, but Mm, I don't know if they like me back yet. And so when the beat comes in, like, okay, there's grounding. They're going forward. This feels real. The beat kind of disappears around the middle of the song, and it goes back into that dreamy state. But then it comes back towards the end, and that's sort of the point where I kind of see the the couple just, like, walking forward, and you just, you trust that they're walking into a future together, or at least some sort of mutual love or understanding of one another. Even stars burn out, but I could 
also see like a couple in a park under a trellis covered mm-hmm. in wisteria mm-hmm. vines with just like mm-hmm. a lovely flowing conversation and then when the beat drops out and there's those kind of layered haze on top of each other that to me is when not the conversation stopped but it's like the conversation doesn't need to happen yeah. the fact that it's yeah. just haze but it's so layered and so beautiful uh-huh. felt like that feeling of there's no need to speak with this person I love love I mean the layered haze to map this onto my own relationship you know before Ryan and I moved in together and things got very official and we got married there was kind of ambiguous stage where we were in love but there was not a need to kind of I I hate when people are like we don't want to define it but you don't need to codify it this is what it is like we didn't feel a need to define it to other people and we were just it was for ourselves just simply seeing each other was beautiful and it was enough and same there wasn't a need to constantly be talking or engaged in like proving that (laughs) we're cool or like you should like me like it just sort of happened layered vocals like it either feels like even in the short amount of time that you've known somebody like all of the memories Mm -hmm. that you've already Mm -hmm. made or the confident thoughts about the future it's a quiet confident it's not like this is the person and we're going to have babies and we're going to get a house (laughs) but it's just like going back to what we're talking about about staying in that flow state Mm -hmm. it's just like that kind of confidence of this feels right and I'm gonna lean into that the beginning it feels like waking up And then at the end, the repeated line that she says has something about a shooting star. Mm -hmm. And so I Mm -hmm. like the thought that this song is really a day with another person. And it's just been this like beautiful Mm -hmm. kind of like, what does time mean? It doesn't really exist in this moment. Just really getting lost in getting to know another person. Well, it was great to talk to you about some mornings after. Some are so resonant with today's reality that we're in. Some of them are nice memories of the past. Some of them are not so nice memories of past experience. (laughs) (laughs) But they are all a start, a new start of some sort. I think we can agree on that. Yeah. Those were our impressions. Ah.